nothing to watch on TV. That's why you're listening to Barrett Talk on DVRadio.net. WDVR. This ain't reality TV! It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal! It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Well, isn't that special? Bloody... Don't you think you should rephrase that? Mom, mama said, my mama said, mama said that. My mom. Good day, sir! Now class is dismissed, gentlemen. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. So you've had cold water shot up your ass? You don't know nothing. You don't know living, buddy. We are extra disgruntled tonight. I like the feeling between my butt cheeks. After that phone call, I was just thinking you're a few fright short of a happy man. Get a little bit of foreskin in with that. You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. It's time, 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 time to get swinging at the Barracks Party. Because this is how it is on Jesus fucking Christ, nothing works when you want the fucking work the correct way. That is how it is right here on WDBRDBRadio.net. It's fucking Barracks Party, but I couldn't find the Barracks Party intro, so it'll be changed in the podcast. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Shit happens. Shit happens. It's New Year's fucking Eve. It's December 31st, 2021. Actually, I might do a smash up on the Barracks Party and Barracks Talk theme since tomorrow is Saturday and we're not having a show because fuck you guys two shows back to back one being <laughs> this goddamn fucking late yeah fuck you um but yeah uh this is the New Year's Eve <laughs> barracks party barracks talk because technically speaking it's the last show of 2021 the first show of 2022 so why not just smash them together you know like you know like Oh, yeah. Get some. Exactly. I'm Boulderwood. We got the bacon man himself, Oink. We got, we got Mr. Dogface himself, JJ. What's <laughs> up? I'm, I'm muted. I'm muted. <laughs> I can't go any further for a second. I don't know where that came from. It just came out. Like, it just came out like Ellen DeGeneres coming out of the closet in the 90s. It just walked right on out. That's gay as shit. <laughs> we got Mama P herself, Miss Fester. We got the the redneck red place red thing. I don't know what we're supposed to call her because she goes by like 50 billion fucking names. And like saying red's place, it just doesn't feel right. Like what? The, like how, like when you're talking to somebody, especially on a radio, hey, red's place, how you doing tonight? Like you're talking to a bar or a strip joint or a nightclub. Like, like, come on. But then, then, then. Then we got the master mind himself, the dude who got DV6 out of a lot of fucking trouble because DV6 is a goddamn fuck up, and he's the cause of 99.99999 repeating percent of our problems here at DV. We got Mr. Mayhem. How the, fuck are you, how the fuck are you all doing this evening now that I've fucked everybody up and I've demeaned every last one of you? <laughs> 
What else is new? <laughs> did did anyone not eight. expect it? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. We know what who are you idiots barking at? Wait. <laughs> you idiot. I gotta put the boogiesaurus on this little shit. Daddy, we've seen a leaf go by. Let's get it. <laughs> so for anybody that's listening, that's wondering, Mayhem, Miss P, and uh, I guess Red's place. I guess that's what I'm... Red. Okay, she changed it to Red. So now I can just call it Red. That sounds more appropriate. Still, now he gets it right. Still questionable <laughs> why I would call somebody red, but we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. All right. Anyway, no, I'm just joking. Those three are those, <laughs> those three are Patreon members, and they supported us so goddamn much. Uh, helped out with a lot of shit. Um, I could just go down the fucking list, but then we'd be here for about two more years. And I know you guys just can't stand us in your ear that long. Um, I mean, having, uh, you know, boner was hard enough in your ear. So anyway, yeah, that, that was a little tongue in cheek cock joke. I'm pretty sure if you have to explain your joke, it's not really very funny. Well, I'm sure somebody was like, that didn't make sense. Like, because somebody out there is going to be like, what's a boner lid in your ear? But there's going to be that dick face that says that. Like, there's always going to be that guy. Um, so, Recoil's not joining us because he was working on a studio today. And he's already got back problems like, you know, the majority of veterans do. Um, and he fucked his back up some more. So, he's going to, you know, try to sing himself a lullaby and go to sleep tonight. Uh, Google and Six are with their family at the farm, and uh, I didn't want to bother them. I said, spend time with the family, have some fun. Everybody else is either unable to come, and I don't mean in a sexual manner, or they didn't <laughs> respond, or they don't give two fucks about us. That That's how it works here at DV Radio. <laughs> this is how I find Jeffrey Tubin's on here. <laughs> this is I how I find Jeffrey out. Was coming. <laughs> this is how I find out who does and does not give a shit about DB radio. Those that respond to the emails and actually read them because my dumbass. Well, wait, wait, let me back up for a second. My dumbass had sent out an email and I put on the read receipt, right? So I'm making this email to send out to everybody for the new year's barracks party. And I'm not thinking I've got like 40 people on this email list. I had Oink look it over. I had to split it up into two fucking emails because it wouldn't send with all the fucking names in the first one. So I send this email twice to like 40 different people. All of a sudden, I'm start like getting emails and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I open it up. Blah, blah, blah has either received or read your email and may not have understood it, but this is to let you know. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I just left on a fucking read receipt for 40 fucking emails. So needless to say, these guys that responded, I got an email from everybody else. Just like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. But, um, that was my fucking week. Anyway, well, see, it'll be funny when a year from now you'll get the read receipt of, you know, so-and-so opened up your email and read it. And you'll be like, what the hell email did I send them? 
<laughs> well, I'll guarantee you most of them from a year ago. It. I'll yeah. guarantee you most of them would just delete it just because it says DV Radio in the subject line. <laughs> Because I've gotten to where I'll put like blah, 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 and that line. I forget what it's called on your keyboard. It's under the backspace when you press shift. And then I'll put DV radio. And I'm starting to wonder if I should stop doing that and put like some spammy shit and like click bait the fuck out of them. Enlarge your penis today. Like stuff like that. Like, <laughs> with the reader seat pills. so then you'll know who actually does read that stuff. <laughs> that that would be hilarious. Like, <laughs> that's a good experiment. I might, I might make a spoof email just to catch somebody doing that shit. Like... <laughs> That's like a glitter bomb, only electronic. <laughs> anyway. Have your sexual performance today. <laughs> Make the reply to all. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. So how's everyone doing this evening? Seriously, how's your uh, last Friday of the year going? But so far, so good. Uh, you know, we haven't opened any alcohol yet because we got tons of fireworks to set off later tonight. So, <laughs> safety third. But you're not drinking yet. You're well, alcohol and fireworks usually don't mix. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> you fucking Air Force pussies. Alcohol and fireworks are are two branches of of uh, the greatest party store ever. The other being tobacco. ATF. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Well, I guess I could. I mean, you know, just the sun's going to light the shit off, not me. I'm like, well, outside. Fuck that. Well, cool. shit, if you're not setting anything off <laughs> yeah. yourself, man, what the fuck? And besides, you got 10 fingers, and, th- and you know, on each hand, you only need like seven of them. As long as you've got your thumbs, you're good to go. That's what separates us from the primates, <laughs> is the opposable Great. thumb. I gotta have a pinky pick your nose too. I mean, come on. Oh. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, you- just, just, just blow that shit out your nose. Hold, hold your fucking finger or something on one nostril and do the other nostril. You know, like the old people used to do. You'd be like, "What the fuck are they doing sneezing like that?" Come to find out, that's how they blew their fucking nose. Velocity hanky. Yeah, not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. I'm a member of that club. Once in a while, there's times where a tissue just ain't enough and you don't want it all up in your beard and your nose and shit. So you just go fuck it and you go, and you throw that shit everywhere, son. Like it just goes everywhere. And you're like, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Fucking 12 year olds in here tonight. What the fuck? Hells yeah. Shit, I didn't even log into the chat. I guess I should do that, huh? <laughs> anyway. R A D I O dot N T slash C H A T. Fucking. All I could think they about was they this. They alerted me to read in the Navy. I don't know why they called it this because it makes no sense. You would think it would be the other way around, but all I could think about was the speaking spell <laughs> when we were doing that just now. A, B, C. 
There, I'm I'm in chat. That doesn't mean I'm going to pay attention to it, but I'm there. Yeah, I've, I've liked on chat a lot, so I feel your pain there. Um, who else wants to tell us about how your Friday of 2021, the last one, has been or is going? I was going to say this weather can suck it because my back is killing me with all the pressure changes. Fuck this shit. Cheers, brother. Amen. Say it again. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Needs to either stay warm or get cold. Not just flippy floppy. Rain dry, rain dry. What about the other day? Me and you were on the phone there for that hour, and it was black outside, 70 fucking degrees, and getting ready to rain. Yes. Exactly. What the it fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> like, miserable. Like, what the fuck? Who sent this weather here? And uh, how do we send it back? It seriously felt, it. it seriously felt like it was midnight. And it was hot as fuck in the middle of the summer. That's what it felt like the other day. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Really quick. Really quick. We got to welcome him. The man that (laughs) runs into burning buildings and says, fuck you. If you're a whiny little bitch, it's Scav. He's back. Holy fuck. Holy shit. (laughs) Welcome, brother. What's going on? Been a nice minute to show up tonight, man. Yeah, plans change, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I read your comment, I was like, Oh, damn, he won't be on because I got in your email, but I've been doing so much, I've not replied to anybody's emails this week. So I was like, Fuck, he's not going to be able to make it. <laughs> now you're uh, here. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So it's new and exciting. Yeah, uh, well, we'll see you next year. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> good. No, we're just having fun tonight. We got Miss P and uh, Mayhem and Red in here with us. You guys pausing for dramatic effect or something? Like, they can't find the mute button. We've they all, all just sent out a mass text behind your back saying, Don't speak. <laughs> yeah, don't speak. <see. laughs> Everybody's checking their email for that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what you been into, Scav? It's been a minute. Oh, uh, everything and nothing. Been putting uh, deer in his freezer is what he's been into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did a, a 6,500-mile road trip in August and then straight into deer season and filling the blanks with fires and car accidents. So, how much deer uh, meat did you get this year? Five. 500 or five pounds <laughs> five deer total <laughs> that's good that's good that's good i know um it's fun go ahead it's funny i was reading i was reading uh i can't remember where i think it was facebook but i was reading somebody posting about how the way they count trophy that uh is you know if they got 40 pounds of meat off of deer i grew up in alaska <laughs> you talk about I got 140 pounds of meat off of one, 300 pounds of meat off of what? I'm like, you're talking about shooting 1,200 pound animals here. So 40 pounds of meat on a deer is like, well, there's there's snacks for a week. It still had milk on its damn lips. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, one of the guys from up here moved down to Florida, and he shot a buck down there, and he's just appalled by the size of it it's probably the size of a, a small dog 
<laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. They're not that they're not that big here in North Carolina. Like I I expected the Bucks to be at least twenty or thirty pounds more, and they're they're about the size of uh, Munchie and Skeeter. Well it too yep. it too depends Which on where I mean, you're at. I mean between yeah. North Carolina sure and Virginia they start the mountains, getting bigger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they're bigger up in the mountains than they are down here, but Shit, I'm used to seeing elk in Colorado too. Yeah, which is you know 800 pound animals. So, and I when we're out west, I wish we're taking a rifle for some of those elk. We gotta get you hooked up with uh, Warrior Service, guys, so you can go on one of their hunts or something. I actually would go down to Ripley. This is the second year I've gone down there for um, uh, Jackson County hunting for heroes. Okay, and uh, it's a guided hunt they do for uh, combat vets cool deal yeah but it's pretty much you go down there and, and kill and eat that's that's it they as soon as you shoot a deer they go get it they got it the 4-h kids process it and bag it and you bring it home oh cool yeah i think warrior service is more hands-on more more therapeutic than anything for you to get away from the world and off grid and do it all yourself and shit like that uh, wounded warriors they're doing uh, pheasant hunts and bear hunts and, i mean it, there's stuff available out there i'll keep my mouth shut on wounded warrior and we'll move on <laughs> yeah <laughs> ADO outdoors uh american veteran outdoors uh they do a bunch of hunts and fishing um they get chapters i know they have chapters all across the south yeah at least as far west as texas i know that I think they have a chapter in Arizona, too. There's guess, a fishing outfit down in Florida, too, that takes individual vets yeah. and their wives out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's a good thing that it's sort of making a boom, you know, across the, the country. I mean, a few years ago, you had to really comb through all this bullshit to find an actual veteran organization, veteran hunting organization or fishing and now you can basically just type in veteran hunting and group and you can find a shit ton of them. Um, from what I've seen too, the majority of them cover all costs. I mean, some of them you may have to, you know, pitch 10 or $20 for, you know, little bitty things, but for the majority of it, either you bring your own stuff or they pay for everything or some way it's, it's basically worth just the travel alone, you know? Oh, absolutely. That's how at Jackson County is. Uh, if you go down for the first two years, it doesn't cost you anything. They feed you three hots, give you a cot. Uh, everything's provided, guns, ammo. The only thing you need is clothes and a sleeping bag. Oh, cool. But, uh, if you decide to go to third year, it'll cost you $100. I'm like, $100, I'll pay you that to process my deer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's ammo yeah, cost. Yeah, um... Sergeant Wardogs down in uh, Hollapaw, I think, Florida this weekend. Um, he went and done an off-grid thing just to get away from everything. Hopefully, we can hear how that goes, you know, next next show. But uh, he's got a lot of hunting area down there. I'm like, damn, dude, I just want like 10 acres of that. Just bring it up here to North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me 10 acres. That's all I need. I'll be fucking happy. Well, I called JJ to make sure you still had any acreage after that damn fire. Which one? Oh, the pilot mountain one? one. Yeah, the mountain. 
Yeah, yeah. I, there, there's still some uh, unclearness, I guess you could say, on how that started. I feel like they'd done it to get donations because right after that, they started pushing their Pilot Mountain limited edition license plates again. <laughs> yeah, you pay 30 some dollars for this vanity plate that's got a cartoon drawing. Like, it's not even fucking embossed into the goddamn license plate. It's a cartoon drawing of uh, fucking Pilot Mountain. And I'm like, I'm not paying $33 for a fucking cartoon on a tag. Yeah, there's probably yourself. some preschool down there drawing them in crown for you. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, and then their whole gimmick with it is all proceeds goes to restore Pilot Mountain. And I'm like, no, no, not today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I told my mom, I was like, that's convenient. They have a fire and then they bring their vanity license plate back out for 33 or whatever. <laughs> dollars. Yeah, um, I, I do hate that it happened. I mean, whatever, you know started it because i'm pretty sure they even banned cooking on a grill years ago because people were so fucking careless um mm-hmm. and uh they took out what are the, those fucking steak grills that they put in on you know national parks and shit they even took those out if i'm not mistaken so the cattle grates i don't know what the fuck <laughs> they call those grills i don't know shit they're at like <laughs> they're at basically family parks and shit they're they're little yeah. bitty fucking grills concrete with a grate yeah basically yep. <laughs> yeah um so yeah I, I hate that it got fucking basically destroyed because it probably looks like a shit mountain now as opposed to pilot mountain but yeah <laughs> we went through uh north dakota and you couldn't see anything for the smoke and it was the same way down in bonneville so i don't know what the hell was burning um, between Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons, it was just all burnt out pine trees. There was nothing but black. Hmm. Jesus. Um, uh, they just got the big fire in Boulder out because it started snowing. But uh, there's a, about 30,000 homes in Boulder County. Colorado got destroyed here in the last two days. Yeah, I was talking to somebody about that the other day. Yeah, it was a major, major wildfire. Power lines got blown down, and it was dry, and it just and know. and the high the high winds blowing up the mountain yeah. just it was like it was like kindling starting a fire. Jesus. Yes, exactly. That's usually what it does it on our end. When you don't manage your 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 uh, woodlands correctly. Yep. I well, mean, we won't talk about that. <laughs> well, you know, if it weren't for climate change, we wouldn't have tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. They never ever happened before they invented the term climate change. Right. Yeah, trust, trust the science. <laughs> when I got I, you science. When I fucking seen that, I was just, I like I I thought I heard the dumbest of the dumbest in his last speech, and then I heard that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like is this some alternate, you know, DC Marvel dimension that we're living in now? That's like a comedy special that everybody's watching. Please tell me that I'm not in on it. Like, <laughs> uh, they're all backpedaling over COVID now because they have to solve it before the midterms, right? Yeah. So how convenient that all of a sudden cloth masks don't work and uh, they jiggered the numbers. 
Who's been saying that for two years? <laughs> I could really have made you say something really bad there in the podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to. I mean, shit, I'll say it. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck fucking Dr. fucking Fauci. Fuck them all. Biden fucks. Fuck them. Oh, I'm, I'm there done. with you. I'm done being nice. I'm done full of bunches. I'm done. Well, that's like me this this evening. I'm so tired of certain family members saying, oh, I can't get a job that only pays $8 an hour. And we're like, the fuck you going to get a goddamn $8 job in 2020? Motherfucking one. I've yet <laughs> to see anybody that's not offering you a job other than waitering less than $12 starting out. And he's over there. I just can't. I can't make it. That's what I'm saying. And I'm just, uh, if I, if that little motherfucker comes in my house, I don't care who's in here. I don't give a fuck what's going on. I don't care if I am dying. My fist, his jaw right away. Like, I don't give a flying fuck. Like I told everybody, even his mama, I said, I will punch him straight in the goddamn jaw. As soon as he walks through that door, watch me. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) fucking kids, man. Lying little bastard he is. Fuck. (laughs) Yes, I talk about my family to their face and behind their backs. And I say the exact same things. (laughs) Fuck. I had that little asshole crying. Like... And I'm disabled. He could have took me. Like, if he really won't. No, actually, you know what? He's a little pussy. He could not have taken me. <laughs> I take that you heard his feelings. You heard his feelings. It affects him physically. I heard his feelings because I caught him out on being a little whiny, lying-ass bastard. <laughs> Dude, he got a 2018 vehicle. And within three months, it looked like a 1988 Ford Escort that had been thrown through a junkyard and restored engine wise and that's it. Mm. Like I'm not joking. It it it's got broken windows. The roof is like dented in. How the fuck do you dent a fucking roof in without wrecking the mother? <laughs> like this kid can accomplish shit that makes you question phys- physics of reality. Like that like he's the one that thought a blood clot would kill him. This is the fucking, like, I, my mom was adopted. I don't give a fuck what you say. My mom was adopted. That is not our blood. Anyway. (laughs) I need to stop. (laughs) Anyway. um, Mirs P, how is your Friday been? I have been working all day. So it sucked. Damn, I hate that. My brother had the work today too. I was like, "Fuck!" Like, did you get Christmas off at least? Yes, we got Christmas Day, and I'm off the next two days, and then I have to work a day, and I'm off for a week. Jeez, woo! So. I don't understand off in the middle of the week or at the start or at the end of the week, and then go back on that one. Like, I hate that. It was like being in school and getting, you know the Tuesday off for teacher work day. And then you had to go back on Wednesday. It's like, I'm not going back this week. Like fuck school for the next three days. <laughs> I wouldn't go back Monday, but I have to do my end of the month stuff before I take my week off. So. Oh, they wouldn't let you do it 
to, like tomorrow or the next day? Because don't you work? Didn't you say you work the next two days or you mean weekdays? Weekdays. I'm off oh, okay. tomorrow and Sunday. Gotcha. Too. Gotcha. So. Man, fuck the corporate monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't be any worse than the fucking Air Force. I got Monday as the fucking a pack ass family day. So we're not at work. So, yeah. Friday was or today is obviously the official holiday. And then Monday's a family day. So it's like, yeah, it's a four day weekend, but still, it doesn't make Shit. any fucking sense. Shit, in the Navy, a family day was mandatory fun. Like, if you got a family day, it was because it was a command picnic and you had to be there. So <laughs> you weren't off. It wasn't, it was mandatory fun. Well, the family day is either A, you go to work or you take leave. It's kind of like a liberal leave day. So, yeah, we definitely took leave. We're not going to work Monday. Fuck that. They char- they they set a family day and charge you leave. Yep. Fuck that shit. <laughs> well, if you're a GI, you God, get it I'm off. I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I'm not in the service anymore. Fuck that shit. Well, if you're in the service, you get it off. Uh, obviously, free of charge. But if you're a civilian, you DOD employee, you know you got to take leave. Yeah. Bullshit. It's all bullshit. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I, I I am I am to the point where I have zero faith in the government. None. <laughs> what was it Al Pacino said in uh, Dog Day Afternoon? Attica, Attica, Attica. Attica, 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 Attica. Exactly. I'm. I'm I gotta to insert go. that into the podcast somewhere. <laughs> it's, about, it's about time to go fucking find some land in the middle of nowhere and fucking build a cabin and just fucking tell that, everybody to go fuck. So uh, you brought up What's, something that still hurts me. Right before the end of 2020, there was some land right up above my house, like not even five minutes away, like 70 some acres for sale. And it had a creek yeah. and a pond and hadn't been touched. And I was like, I want that. Nobody ever called me back. And I was so fucking pissed the fuck off. Because I was like, I'll take it. Keep 10 and give the rest to whomever the fuck needs it. Like, <laughs> I just need 10 acres. Let me buy 70. I'll give it away. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> it's beautiful where that land was. Uh, but anyway, sorry, I digress. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Shit. Good. Look, I'll tell you what, JJ, I'll make you a deal. If I can find some land where we can partition and us at least have 10 acres apiece, I'll let you guys know about it as soon as I find it. <laughs> cool. And we'll take that shit. Fuck the I, world. I ain't arguing. I ain't arguing. ICPs, fuck the world. Fuck the world. God damn, it's a night. Anyway, Red, how's your Friday been? <laughs> Friday was pretty good. You know, being a nonprofit, we had a lot of end of year, oh my gosh, I need this. And it's like, honey, the banks are closed. So <laughs> <laughs> nothing's um, happened today. Do you want to talk about your nonprofit and what you do? or If you'd like me to. 
I mean, I, I don't have to any you. problem talking about my nonprofit. It's not <laughs> I mean, mine, but <laughs> <laughs> the nonprofit that I call mine that isn't mine, but I work at, but you it's know, really it's mine because me. it's my love. Um, <laughs> want to talk about me? Want to talk about anyway? Um, your nonprofit <laughs> that you love to talk about me, me, me. Um, what is it? What do you guys do? And how can people uh, find out more information and all that? Yada yada minyada. So I am with the Quilts of Valor Foundation, and we wrap service members and veterans touched by war with comfort and healing Quilts of Valor. And anybody who believes that they are touched by war, don't define that. We leave, the, we leave that to the service member or the veteran, um, can go to our website, which is qovf.org, and nominate them themselves, their friends, their coworkers, their former buddies, whomever, their favorite veteran or service member, but, um, really we're, we're kind of the, I, I say we're like the, the passive nonprofit. We're not, uh, you know, we're not purple heart homes or, uh, homes for our troops. We're not helping rehabilitate a house and make it adaptive. Um, but we are, uh, we do make a difference in many veterans lives, um, especially some of the older veterans. Uh, and I use that term loosely since I'm starting to fit into that category as are many of you. <laughs> you know, it used to really be the old ladies and the old men, but now, you know, but the, the, the Vietnam veterans who never got anything when they came home or what they did get was uh, pretty crappy. Um, the World War II veterans who came home, went right back to work and never talked about it and um, the Korean veterans who kind of feel they were forgotten because they're not the greatest generation, but they're not Vietnam either. So uh, we do we do make a difference. Some of them don't realize how touched by war they really have been. And uh, I, I I make fun of the millennials just as much as you guys do, and the me me me. But if one thing has come out of all of that me 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 is that people are waking up. And understanding that it's okay to talk about mental health and it's okay to not be okay. And that PTS has been around forever and it's not, you know, it's not a new thing. And, and it's everybody, everybody's touched by war in some form or fashion, if they've served or if they know people who have served. Yeah, you're, you're definitely right. And I, I agree 100%. Um, as much shit as we do, uh, and the jokes, um, as we do put down on not just millennials, but the whole fucking world at this point, um, <laughs> we do try to highlight and showcase, you know, what good has come out of it because with every negative, there usually is some sort of positive. I mean, we were talking about that during pre-show, albeit it was a joke. Um, no matter how bad something seems, something good is on, you know, deep down inside. Um, I absolutely hated the Me Too movement. Fucking hated its execution 110%. And there's many, many people out there who absolutely despised how they executed that. But on the flip side, yes, more people are talking about it. More people are more open to saying, hey, this happened to me when I was eight years old or when I was 21 or, you know, whatever. Um, same with suicidal tendencies and depression and PTSD and anything. I mean, there is flip sides to every everything because it's like a pancake, right? Got two sides. Um, but about your quilts of valor, is there any qualifications that 
uh, somebody needs to quote unquote meet before they can be, um, uh, what did you call it? Nominated, nominated to, to get a quilt. Yes. So, um, we call it nomination, but we don't, um, we don't fact check, so to speak. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not out looking for your DD 214 or asking for combat pay stubs or anything like that. It's the global you, but it's your decision and um, your thoughts of whether you're touched by war. Most of the time, it's the family members who have nominated somebody and, you know, dad would really like a quilt or dad really deserves a quilt. We're really proud of him, that kind of thing. And I am usually... Talking them into it isn't quite the right phrase, but most of the time the veteran will tell us, no, somebody else is deserving, or I never, I never left the States. You know, I, I, I'm not scab. I'm not, you know, I was never way over there doing what he was doing, but mm-hmm. it takes an army to serve an army. Um, it takes the fleet to man the fleet. And I let them know that the yeoman who wrote out the newly minted, KIA letter to that family or the driver that took the chaplain to that family, that new gold star family, they're touched by war just as much as everybody else. Or the, the, the kids who are watching their friends go off from, you know, basic because they're stationed stateside. Cause that's where uncle Sam told them to go and everybody else is elsewhere. So, you know, we don't most of the time don't really get to choose a whole lot, what we're doing. Um, and so we're, we really are touched by war and it's a recognition of their service. So I'm usually I'm not always talking them into it. Some of them are very proud and, and they accept it. Um, we used to do surprise awards, but we're not supposed to do that anymore. And, uh, and it, it's nicer now that we can't um, in some ways, because we start with the recipient as opposed to starting with the, whoever nominated them. But to, the short answer is no, there are no requirements other than you signed on the dotted line and you have, um, and you have an honorable discharge. Uh, But uh, again, I'm not gonna, we go, we go on faith. So if you are dishonorably discharged and need that quilt, there's something inside of you and maybe that quilt will bring you some healing, but we're not going to go research whether you were honorably or dishonorably discharged. And people can find you online at qovf.org, and I'm sure social media and all that good stuff, correct? Yes, yes. So uh, our website, Facebook, uh, we don't tweet too terribly much. We <laughs> pretend we have Instagram and Pinterest, but but pretty much Facebook is it. And as much as you guys hate it, I have to do it for my job. So. <laughs> no, I'm the same I don't, way. I don't, I go out, I do it for my job. I'll hit up your page and then that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I think it's readily known that 98% of DV staff absolutely despise social media. And if it wasn't for what we do, we would not do it at all. Like, um, I love what you that's, do. You know, um, only, what's that? The only benefit social media has is it has allowed veterans to reconnect with one another. Just so you know, we can barely hear you. It sounds like you're talking into your pillow. Sorry, I'm outside. I got potty a dog. <laughs> what I said was the only thing that, that the, the, the one thing that 
social media has given us is it's given veterans the ability to reconnect with one another. Definitely. And that's a benefit. The drawbacks are we're also exposed to all the fucking stupidity yeah. that we signed a dotted line to defend. And super vets. But, Don't uh, forget super vets and bro vets. Uh, oh, yeah. And dick vets. Fucking bro vets and super vets. <laughs> Cunts. And anybody that is on their knees for John Burke. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, Jesus. Fuck John Burke. <laughs> like, every time I see something of his, I just want to, like, take a toothpick and gouge my eyeballs out. Like, ah. Oh. <laughs> um. Fuck me. Um, Mayhem, how's your Friday, the last Friday of 2021, been? Good, sir. Well, I, you know, I'm retired, Bo. So, I mean, for me, it's some days you eat the bear and some days the bear eats you. I feel mm. that 190,000%. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, tonight I had bear steak. So, it was, it's been pretty good. I mean, uh, I got invited here to hang out with all you lunatics. And, uh, <laughs> or sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, mean. I, I, I may I may be eligible for a quilt now because of the the trauma I've suffered just in the pre-show. <laughs> just in the forty-five minutes of pre-show, he's already getting flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Got me on the Teddy Ruxpin doll where Boner would touch you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for him to read. I'm just waiting to waiting for him to reply to for, to the dick pics that he requested for me to get on the show. Hey, hey, those are supposed to, I did the best supposed, I could at my age. That's not supposed to be public knowledge, okay? That, that's oh, oh, that's, oh. That's well, you for, didn't mention that in the email. That, that that's for under the covers, right? Pillow talk. Oh, maybe it, maybe Dark it'll 30. pop up in one of your forty some replies. Jesus. So so I gotta tell you when me and me and Mayhem talk. Like, for whatever reason, it's like playing phone tag. We'll say, like, 40,000 things. Then one of us will reply with one thing. Then we'll reply back, like, immediately. And then we'll answer the 40 other things, like, back to back to back. We'll have, like, a five-minute conversation. Then one of us just, not on purpose, goes to the other because we have other shit that we're working on or doing. Like, it never fails. (laughs) And you got to go back and piece the conversation together, you know, on the thread. But I mean, it works. It works. If you, if you got ADHD, you would love our conversations. Like, you would be like, oh, yeah, this is what I need. Like, oh, my brain's all over the place. Like, you would be on fucking crack if you read our conversations. <laughs> but as um, long as we get the point across, we're good. We're exactly. Good. Exactly. So, I got to ask you three, uh, Miss Fester, Mayhem, and Red, why the fuck DB radio? Well, I started because of Jay and and PTS Dog. So I was following some of his stuff and and he and Scav were actually doing shows at the time. So that's how I got involved with the radio. And I try to support anything veteran related. So the only thing that kept you was JJ Scav and veteran related. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then they disappeared. So it's a it's a really entertaining because you know that was the fucking plan from the I'm beginning. Sorry. <laughs> it's like she, she, she was stuck with she was stuck with Bo and Oink. Yeah. <laughs> we'll teach her. Not necessarily that, that yeah, we disappeared. Right? We just got tired of saying the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, and, and no, I I know why you left, but I I, I hooked up with them because I I am a puppy coach, so I'm on dog number two and uh learning more about the community and so listening to them and that's how i found out about dv radio i didn't know anything about dv anything i didn't i knew what it was i didn't realize it was as big as it was <laughs> until you oh, guys started shit. talking about we used to have six million people it's like really <laughs> really because i've only i only know six i mean six, six right <laughs> I was out in the Sometimes middle of Wyoming seven. and ran into somebody with a DV shirt on. <laughs> My mom was wearing um, one of the shirts the other day and, or the, the zip up hoodies, one of those. And some old guy comes up behind her and said, I really like that. <laughs> I was like, if that's not creepy bastard material right there, I'm like, I don't know what it is. I really like that. I'm like, what the fuck? You'd expect that if some chick's got her tits out or something, but not a fucking DV fucking black DV shirt. Yeah. I really like that. Like, what the fuck, guy? Like, anyway, I digress. You know, I have become the creepy old woman then because (laughs) when I do presentations, I have a miniature rack and it's my entire family because I'm third generation. So it's all of us and it's all of our medals from World War II on. But I like to have fun. And so people try to discreetly look at it. I'm I'm a little busty. And so people are trying to discreetly look at the miniatures. And then, you know, some of them are like, what the, they've never seen the World War II ribbons. And so I just go up and I ask them, do you like my rack? Because it's the only time I can say that and have a good time. Get away with it. It. That's right. So, and, and you know, I, but I've hit that mark where now it's dependent on the age. Now it's kind of creepy. Most <laughs> like, never again. I'm never inviting these people nice. again. <laughs> Social media has absolutely destroyed me because the the imagery that just went through my head is yeah yeah. There is... At first it started out good and then it just depleted from there on down. It just, down it. It just went to places we really can't say out loud because you know. It it went from the fun, loving, sexual, productive, hippie 60s all the way down to 2021. Like, that's how quick. Like, fuck. Bleach. I need bleach. Uh. Oh shit! I knew I wasn't going that direction, but <laughs> oh fuck! Oh man, Bo has no filter. Anyway, um, <laughs> shout out. We weren't talking to you, you fucking chicken with wings. Um, fucking You're dog chicken wing, don't you? She's a fucking dog with wings. God damn it! Uh. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going now. Thanks, Scooby. Thanks, you fucking flying <laughs> dick bag. Jesus Christ. Yeah, go ahead and prune you little fucking feathers. Yeah, yeah, go fucking. 
Um, she did. She went, mm. like, like don't drink bourbon. Miss um, Fester. Uh, obviously, Fester was a part of Frag Out Drag Out. Uh, but what got you interested uh, before he became a show staple and DV radio staple? And I just hit my mic boom, and I'm sorry if that made a loud noise because <laughs> my hand just went up for no reason. Uh, <laughs> I'm a marionette doll. Um, and kept you with us. Well, he pretty much got me listening to it. Um, every weekend, there was no denying what we had to do was listen to <laughs> Barracks talk. Um, and I made him a promise that I would stick with doing what he was doing, which was helping make sure the radio station stayed on as long as we could. Mm-hmm. And I am keeping to that promise. Well, so. I know all of us here appreciate it. And if you listeners don't appreciate it, you motherfuckers better start getting on your knees. And thank you, Miss <laughs> P. Thank you so much. What can I do for you, Miss P? Like that? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Mama's stuck with us, so yeah. she's yeah. family now. I, I know I made it a joke, but I'm serious, man. There's very few people that stick with us. Um, for whatever reason, I, I know. I mean, you're the only ones that replied back to the email. Two others read it and didn't say shit. So, yeah, fucking mass read receipt. Why the fuck did I? Anyway, um, I'm still kicking myself in the ass for that. Um, but thank you, seriously, thank you. I, thank you isn't enough. But, um, but uh, well, I mean, I I really need to thank all of you because this last year has been one of the hardest for me and every one of you have always been there to help pick me up when I got down so thank you well like I said you're stuck with us yeah your family (laughs) yep definitely I mean there's no two ways about it and when when I see when I seen that 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 one gift, I was like, he gave me his dick on the fucking dog tag. Like, is that what he done? Like, <laughs> like, he, he fucking stayed. And that wasn't him. That was me. I, I did that. My whole thought process was he gave me a mushroom stamp on a fucking dog tag. Cause he, he's a dick like that. Like, Cause, cause the light wasn't hitting it correctly at first. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest the way my lighting is in here. I've got it set up a certain way. And when I first pulled that thing out, yeah, I pulled that thing out. I was like, Oh, that motherfucker. Like I closed my eyes and held my head back. And I was like, Oh, you dick. Like, like I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Well, you, ne- sh- you should have seen the guys look at the, uh, home when he he asked me if i wanted one of his fingerprints or anything and i said yes and i just started laughing and my mom was with me and she knew exactly what i was about to say and he's like why are you laughing i was like yeah i want one i want his right middle finger because he would always flip everybody else (laughs) yeah i've got it put up safe so Maybe one of these That's days. In my pocket. It's in the pocket of my vest. I always have him with me. Always. I, maybe one of these days I can do what I'm planning on and get it and a few other things that mean a lot to me in a certain place. But it's it's just not that time. It's not that time yet. Um, 
But yeah, I was like, this motherfucker gave me a goddamn mushroom print. I'm like, goddamn dog, I'm gonna beat his fucking ass with his fucking leg. Jesus. For those that don't know, he. he <laughs> beat him with his fucking leg. <laughs> Like, that's how fucked up we are. We just say shit so fucking naturally, like everybody else should know. Like. <laughs> and I would. I would. I would rip that fucking leg off and beat his ass with it. Like, <laughs> fucking. He'd probably be laughing the whole time. <laughs> Two fucked up motherfuckers in a power chair. One of them's got the other one's fucking leg beating him with it. Can't you see that? It'd be worse than a fucking uh, a monkey trying to fuck a football. <laughs> Come here, you little rat bastard. Come here, motherfucker. How far you ever stretched your leg? Is this the farthest? The longest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 911. Yeah, we got two Christians beating the shit out of each other over here in the park. <laughs> Crime scene is just prosthesis laying around the street. No, man. No, man. I can see it on the news now. Fucking helicopter choppers everywhere filming down because they're chasing us on the power chairs and shit. <laughs> There's a slow speed chase in Charlotte. Uh, one's chasing the other. He seems to be waving a prosthetic leg at him. Uh, they're going uh, two and a half miles per hour over. Fucking faster oh, would have the fucking faster would make the Guinness feeds. He would make the Guinness World Book of Records for fucking longest leg stretch in human history. <laughs> <laughs> Backwards, no less. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> fucking kidneys hurt from laughing now. Thanks, dickwad. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck Jesus fucking Christ Okay Whew. Take a breath and let it out um, Mayhem What got you into This whole DV whatever the fuck This thing is I don't even know what to call it <laughs> Circus ain't fucked up enough Well it's probably a good thing Google didn't make it tonight Cause the abdominals are already got a workout We don't need no more <laughs> It was the farm. I mean, you know how I am with them guys up there, man. Uh, I got I got following the farm, and the next thing I know, Mike and Google were on the radio, and uh, he was he was doing his Patreon, and got hooked up with the DV Patreon, and just kind of got addicted to there. I'm like a junkie in a corner now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm not dysfunctional enough anymore. Give me more dysfunctional. <laughs> hey, TV man, radio, man. greatest crack. <laughs> hey man, you got any more that more than a TV radio, man? <laughs> got any more of the good stuff, man? The DV stuff, man. Come on, man. Just, just, just a hit, man. Just, just a little listen, a little, little bit in my ear, just, just a bit. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> and then you get the podcast a couple of days later. You know, it's just like a booster shot, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> it still doesn't work. Still, Brandon. <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> and then you know how it was in Kokomo oh, this year when, when Mike was here anyway. I mean, six and that damn bullhorn this year. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, even pissed, he even pissed off the track owners. Did he really? He didn't tell me that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, he didn't know until uh, I let him know the crowd actually went into that chant later on that evening. He was he was yelling that on the bullhorn all day. I mean, when they were lined up outside, he was right across from the gate. Let's go, Brandon. People just cracking up. And then they want to come over and, and, you know, see the bird and try to get bit and everything else. So is he banned from the track now? No, no. They don't even know we're coming back yet. <laughs> yet. Keyword. Yet. yet. Uh, I'll, I'll tell them until next year. Oh, shit. You oh. mean tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I figure it'll probably be April or May. I'll let them know we're we're headed there. You know, so. I'll have plenty of time to call their attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> they they banned me from their from posting on their Facebook page this year. Really? So, oh yeah. Well, I just because I asked a simple question about you know home track home track teams should get a break if you're going to do a waiting list type deal. You know, we sponsored the race team. Uh, my company does Viking Living, and uh, we put DB Farm on the hood this year. So we ran him all year on the hood. First we went, first race out, won a feature race. Uh, drivers was only 17 years old at the time, and uh, uh, it was a good season. Raised a couple grand for the farm. Uh, of course, we had a small monsoon the Friday before the race started. So Mike parked his RV and ended up with six <laughs> inches of water when he woke up in the morning. <laughs> Let me tell you what, this some bitch, he's sitting here after, uh, you know, I wasn't dying anymore. I was, I was, I was on life support at this point, but I was all right. <laughs> he's sitting here. He goes, I tell you what, everywhere I go, it just goes to shit. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, that fucking race trick, that goddamn fucking race. I was like, I thought you had fun. That's not the fucking point. And then he goes on to explain that the first day he gets there, it's not bad, but it's not pretty. It's about in between. And then the next fucking day, it was like a goddamn tsunami in fucking China just hit. He said, I look out and it was basically floating in a goddamn lake. And I was like, this is great. This is everybody blames me. But we now know it's fucking six because everywhere he goes, fucking some type of bad fucking weather follows his ass whether it's blazing fucking hot blazing fucking cold or there's a fucking shit ton of rain or snow one of those yeah. is always happening <laughs> like well he left here and got stuck in illinois for three days yeah <laughs> <laughs> high winds he's like pig pin on charlie brown but i mean you gotta love you gotta love the guy the work they're doing up there really i mean they're saving lives yeah, because the, the people that go through that, if they if they, that's their last chance, really, if they yeah. don't make it there, they go back out on the street and ninety nine and nine tenths percent of them are going to die out there. Yeah, and I don't and, think people and, realize the last chance thing, because as, as six has said, we take the problem children and you have to have been through at least one VA rehab before you go there, because nine times out of ten, if you failed VA rehab once, they're not taking you back. And it's very rare that anybody else will take you. Um, obviously, we, we don't have the beds filled right now because of all the shit that Six and Google's been going through. But we're getting ready to open up applications very soon. Um, 
But yeah, you're you're completely right. It 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 is a last chance for the majority that go up there. And I'm not saying it's a last chance for everybody because somebody just might be in a bad state of mind or a bad point in their life and they might turn around after they leave there or failed or, or whatever because rehab is not guaranteed. I think we all know that. You're going to have slip-ups and sometimes yep. you're going to have failures like throughout. But, um, you know, ratio-wise, I think I think we're doing pretty damn good, especially for a new nonprofit uh, not having paid staff, all of us doing everything, our own sales. Um, oh yeah. Well, we went around while he was here and, and we talked to some veteran, uh, we have a veterans homeless shelter here in, uh, in Kokomo. Well, actually it's an apartment complex and, and they only, they only lease free of charge to veterans who are homeless and referred, uh, and an excellent thing. And matter of fact, my company now with my uh, business partner, Simon William, he's from Iceland. Um, we're going to start converting our homes uh, slowly but surely into homes that we only rent to veterans, homeless that are referred from from that service. That's awesome. That have families with children because an apartment you can't put two or three children in, but yeah. we can do homes uh, fairly fairly inexpensive for the for the nonprofit and uh, still keep the company floating and give veterans a place where they can live and have a yard and their kids can have a family life and grow up and enjoy the freedoms that we're going to end up hopefully not fighting for, but getting back real soon. Yeah. I grew up, we, we, we moved into a place, uh, when I was little, um, it was almost like a boarding house type apartment set up and, uh, it, it was a house, but you had your own quote unquote apartment in the house. Right. And it wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't the worst. Um, most of them were just adults and then this one family moved in and let me tell you i'm so glad my mom moved up here right after that holy fuck i'd killed a kid like i was one of the kids that was really shy when i was that young i was like maybe three or four um but i would have killed the kid like i, I would have murdered him in his sleep because i'd watched a lot of child's play and freddy krueger at that point <laughs> this kid would have been massacred let me tell you like it, it would have been a fucking day in hell for that family um so i i understand that and then not only that it's a logistical standpoint too um males females kids if you put all that together in one building people don't understand the nightmare that comes out of that it's just like dv farm there's a reason we only have males right now it's it's a it's a fucking nightmare logistical wise and then not demeaning women but they have more needs and certain needs that men don't and then you got to look at if there's a homeless you know female with kids or an addictive female with kids like you have to look at that and because nine times out of ten it's easier for a male to go to rehab because he doesn't have custody of his kids right so yeah um but yeah you're you're i, I love what you're doing do you want to talk about your company at all well uh, my company is uh we're called viking living uh, we're just a domestic partnership LLC here in Indiana. Uh, it was formed between me and my best friend and, and my business partner. Uh, like I said, Simon William up in, uh, he lives in Reykjavik, Iceland. He's a, uh, network administrator up there. He has his own company and, uh, owns some properties up there. And we met about three years ago, oddly enough on uh, playing video games on computer and, uh, uh, we went and visited him. I was stationed there for two years, never met him when I was there, but 
went back in 2018 for our 30th wedding anniversary, my wife and I, and visited with him and his wife and uh, came back to the States. And a few months later, he made me an offer to uh, start a company and I, I manage it and uh, run everything. And we take older homes that need a lot of work, a lot of them, and put the money into them, fix them up, get them, make them livable for people and, and give it to them at just basically whatever the cost is to us divided by 60, which is a five-year payoff plan. Awesome. So, so basically he gave you enough. He couldn't refuse. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, you still, you still have problems with people paying rent, especially, yeah. you know, since uh, the CDC developed their own moratorium yeah. on yeah. evictions, you know? Yeah. So, but uh, it, it works out. It works out. And Simon is a, he's an Icelander, typical Viking, six foot four, about 240, 250 pounds of muscle. That's my type uh, of man right there, let me tell you. Mm. Oh, yeah, and, and I mean, <laughs> cigars, alcohol, uh, just a great guy, big heart, and he loves America. He he loves the American military. Uh, he's so thankful that, that we were there uh, from World War II on to keep his country safe, and he believes that we should take care of our own people. But if we're not going to, then... The companies have to do it. The businesses have to do it. The charities have to do it because like Red said earlier, those, those guys from Vietnam, they didn't get the respect they deserved when they got home. You know, the guys from Korea. It's funny you bring up uh, how much he loves America. I'm uh, just met this guy online uh, who I get some of uh, uh, monkey balls, media supplies from and software from. And uh, we were talking, and he's from Switzerland, and he was talking about how great the American Army is, you know, or military, I should say, and and what we have done throughout the world and this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, wow. Because, you know, you've got so many of these sheep, and I hate that fucking term. Um, (laughs) Oh, they, they shouldn't be doing this, and they shouldn't be doing that, and blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, it's, it's like, I've made reference here before. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? I mean, if it wasn't for us, and I'm not saying everything that came out of it was great. There's a lot of countries that would probably have been genocide. Like, no fucking doubt. Like, they wouldn't be here at at all. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And some countries, it's still going on. And, yeah. we, and we still refuse to go and stop it. Yeah. And, and that's the sad part, right? But um, yeah. I, I think that's where a lot of people, again, sheeple. Um, have lost touch with fantasy and reality and narrative. Like, yeah, we can have our fantasies. That's that's good, all and fine. But the reality and narrative, you've got to differentiate those two. And and people don't know how because they're fed so much bullshit by people that look good and sound trustworthy that they're just going to go with it. And then they get on that bandwagon. Um, again, I hate to reference it, you know, about this, but the Me Too movement execution. Holy fucking shit. Like, yeah. worst execution of anything I've ever seen. And if that's not the epitome of how narratives flow, I don't know what is. <laughs> like, it, that was one of the worst executions of a quote-unquote awareness rally, whatever you want to call it, worldwide I've ever seen. Um, there's there's others that I could, you know, bring up, but I'm not going to go down that fucking list. And, and it, it just, it really hurts because I didn't sign up for that. You know, I mean, I know I signed up 
to to do whatever I could for for this country, no matter what. But at the same time, I don't want to see the people lied to either. You know, like that burns me in so many fucking ways. And I knew that it would happen to some extent, but it has what it is today compared to 15 years ago. It's unfucking real. People don't realize the harm that media, just media, not social media, media, news networks have caused in the last 15 years. Prove me fucking wrong. Like, oh, yeah, it's fucking terrible. If not for well, yeah. journalism, it wouldn't be where it's at today. I honestly believe that. We we talked about it before. You know, it, it take we've we've always been raised with the whole "it takes a village to raise a child" philosophy yeah. or teachings in in everything. I mean, our churches, our schools, at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was raised with that. Uh, I mean, I would go up the street, and and I'm 62, but I would go up the street, and if I got up the street and fucked up, man. I could expect my my buddy's dad to grab my ass and put the belt on me and call oh, my yeah. dad before I got home. Yeah, you know and, that's how and it was when days, I grew up. These days, you can't even speak to someone else, one else's child, without a, a, an accusing stare, just because of all the perversion and, and crap that's going on on the media. I mean, you look at the net. We talked about the Netflix cuties. You and Oink talked about it. Yeah, a few months ago, and how much? I mean, that's just plain perversion. Uh, far beyond any X-rated porn that yeah. you may have sent me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I've heard so many people that back that and, well, you have to look at the culture. There is no culture where that's okay. There's <laughs> exactly. no fucking reality where that's okay. I don't care who the fuck you are. I've seen dance instructors because it's all about dance. That's what it's highlighting. This girl is is really depressed or whatever and she's looked down upon and dances her out right and this dance instructor is watching it and she was appalled at what this movie showed like if a dance instructor in today's world is appalled at that in america something's fucking wrong i mean i can't be the only goddamn one like fuck exactly well and you have to take into consideration i mean for the last what four or five years we've had this whole uh, child exploitation bus going on across the world. Yeah. Uh, the Epstein, uh, he didn't kill himself. Yeah. Uh, case. And, and now Maxwell has been found guilty. So these people knew this was going on. They know these people are being arrested and yet they're going to produce something that's just going to spur on more of that type of behavior. Well, not only that, uh, it, it goes beyond that. UN, CIA, FBI, all been oh, yeah. you know under investigation and taken to court, and nothing's happened. Not one <laughs> goddamn thing. It's okay. Let's give you a slap on the wrist, and we'll be all right. Let's go underground yeah. for a minute and talk the good stuff, and then everybody else will forget that happened. Like no motherfucker. That's why we need some truth spitters like Monkey Balls Media. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to, uh, you know, say what we're doing in the future. We do have some projects in the works. That's all I'll say. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. And that's one thing I I really want to get produced and recorded and done and, 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 and out there is DV against DV. And I, I know Barracks Noir and all that. And everybody's like, where's it at? I'm one motherfucking goddamn person editing all this shit. Not only that, I have to get people to record shit. I have to figure out, 
you know, musical scores and, and all like this shit isn't easy. Like it really isn't. So as soon as I'm done, it's, it's getting out there. And, and I just, I wish we had a bigger team that could do some of this shit and then we all put it together, but it, it's just not possible right now. But you shut the fuck up. Shut it. I mean, don't give a fuck. Your mama was a chicken. Anyway, um, it's 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 bad. it's way past our bedtime, dude. Oh, it is, dude. It really is. Like ten is pushing it. Eleven oh nine on a Friday night. That's beyond. Like well, actually, before, it's eleven before I eleven. Go, Bo, I would like to just tell you one story from our trip at Kokomo. We're uh, we're in the golf cart. Me and Mike, and and he, he's got Gabby Sue on his on his wrist. You know how he does with her. And uh, we're rolling through the parking lot. And Gabby Sue reached over and latched onto his nipple. And he screamed so friggin' loud. He scared the hell out of me. I thought she was after me. So I jumped the golf cart. I let him go. I mean, he was on his own. Good thing that thing soft's on its own because he bailed the other side shortly thereafter. But she latched onto him and he grabbed her by the head. That's all he could do because I think she was going to take it off. <laughs> He told me about that. He had the shirt that got the hole in it from that. Like, Hell yeah. And people looked at him like he was crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. A little while later, he's out there with the bullhorn. They found out he really was crazy. <laughs> you know, he, he talks about how when he's sitting there and she'll just grab at his ear and all. And one day he's here and he, <laughs> he's talking about that. And she's fine. She's sitting on the back of this uh, computer chair of mine that uh, Six sits in, and he's talking, and, and we're cool, calm, and collective like we are now. And something got brought up. It might have been business, or I can't remember what it was. But whatever it was, he... Uh, Scav, really quick, you want to say anything to anybody before you leave? No, I'm good. <laughs> All right, brother. It was good Don't having you on. His story. It, we'll it was good having you on, night. brother. All right, we'll see. Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year, man. Good to have you on tonight. Bless, brother. And, uh, you know, we're, we're talking whatever we're talking, and we're cool, calm, and collective. All of a sudden, he starts getting aggravated. And about a minute, two minutes passes, and then she starts not grabbing his ear, but going for his ear. And he, he just swipes her away. And he's really getting like frustrated now with the conversation that we're having. Um, not with me, but the topic at hand. And then he starts raising his voice. Well, she grabs his ear. She doesn't bite down, but she grabs his ear. And she's like, you know how six is when he can't talk, but he's aggravated. Like that, that's what he started doing. So I laughed and I said, wait a minute. I said, I know what she's doing. I said, she's trying to calm you down. He went, no, she ain't. she's trying to be a little, you, you might be right. I was like, she only does that when you're aggravated. Like, that's it. Like, there's no other time I've seen her do that unless you're being really loud. I said, she's doing it to calm you down. Like, she is literally your emotional pet right now. Like, that's what she's doing. He was like, oh, my God. I never looked at it like that. You you might have just figured something out for me that I've been trying to figure out since I had this goddamn bird. And I'm like, I know. Just watch. What, and that's what it is. Like. He, he doesn't want to acknowledge it publicly, <laughs> but she's trying to calm his ass down and be like, look, motherfucker, you're scaring me. Calm down. <laughs> but that's the only time I've seen her go for his ear is when he's aggravated or yelling or something. So 
for those that think she's being a little a parrot, bitch. <laughs> Do what? A parrot is not a sir. A parrot is not a service dog, but that is the exact thing that I mean when I tell service dog handlers, listen to your dog. Yep. Dog does something and then annoys you. And what you don't realize is what the dog is doing is trying to distract you. Yeah. Scooby if just likes to be a little dog, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby is pretty close, pretty close to just your canine pet too. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you're not paying her enough attention, Wait. she will get it. <laughs> One day he was here and he set her on the back of the chair and she was in her, not really. He, she was coming out of her heat phase, so she was on the tail end of that. So she wasn't really in heat, but she still had some hormones flowing. He sets her on the back of this chair and turns her so that I can watch her, like, fully. And he goes and runs into the bathroom. And she starts climbing down. I said, where are you going? Where are you going, Gabby? Gabby, where are you going? She looks at me, looks at the bathroom, and started waddling towards the bathroom. Like, you know where I'm going, motherfucker. Try to stop me. <laughs> like, she knew what I was asking her. And she just fucking took off. She got maybe halfway there and six came in here and got her. But I was like, you smart-ass little bitch. Like, what the fuck? They, um, they actually argue with each other. I, I mean, it's crazy. It was, it's funny, man. Like I can be on the phone with him, especially if he's in the truck. It is so hilarious to hear, hear him in the truck with her and them arguing. Like they had an actual conversation, these two. And I'm like, this is great. Like this, this is reality television at its finest, but we can't have that because six would break the camera. Like, yes. Well, that, that and the sensor would, would yeah. be on the button most of the time. Yeah. We'd have to have our own fucking cloud flare for those videos. Um, was somebody getting ready to leave besides scab? Was that you? Him? No, I'm, I'm good, brother. Oh, I, just, I, thought- I was just uh, trying to reference your uh, upcoming video tomorrow. Yeah, well, we do have a video dropping a glimpse and gone. It's our first official music video. All the all the footage is archival footage. Um, Recoil done the uh, full main backing track, uh, the music obviously of a glimpse and gone. I done the uh, the backing track for the credits, and then I obviously edited all that fucking video. Um, <laughs> it, it's. We wanted to have some modern stuff in there, um, but we don't have that budget. So um, that's why you see a lot of stuff uh, that's not new. I'll put it that way. I don't want to ruin it. Um, But I hope the message gets across to everybody that watches it. And I hope you understand it. Um, Would love to have your feedback on it. I know it's, it's probably not the most perfect thing you've seen, but it's also not supposed to be perfect. Um, that's part of the message. Um, where will we be able to see it? I was, I was getting to that. Jesus. Everybody has to jump on my (laughs) balls. Like, let me take a breath. (gasps) All right. Like, all right. Uh, No, but, um, you can find it on YouTube at monkey balls media. If you can't find monkey balls media on YouTube, because YouTube is stupid now. And unless you have like 50 million fucking videos and a shit ton of fucking watch hours and a Oh, hell of a whole lot of fucking subscribers. You usually don't show up in the search bar. You can go to monkeyballsmedia.com and you can click on the YouTube uh, ripped logo at the very bottom where all our social media is and you, you can go over there. Um, also, we're Monkey Balls Media on Facebook and just Monkey Balls on Twitter. Um, and it's spelled M U 
N-K-E-E-B-A-W-L-Z. Because I'm cool, and that's how I've spelled monkey balls for the last 20 fucking years. Like, I I literally, for about 20 years, I've spelled it that way. And I just, me, me and Recoil were talking one day about, you know, starting this company. And I was like, monkey balls media. And he was like, I love it. Do it. And it's, it, yep. Because we've been planning this for years, ever since we got together. But, um. Yeah, it drops tomorrow, uh, Saturday, January 1st, 2022. Like I said, it's our first official music video, uh, first official all original, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it'll be 12 noon Eastern when it comes out on uh, YouTube. So if you can go over there, watch it, do whatever. If you hate it, let us know, but let us know why you hate it. I don't want to hear, oh, you guys fucking suck. Yeah, blah. I want constructive criticism. I don't want to hear your opinion. I want constructive <laughs> criticism. There's a difference. Um, and then we've got another project uh, that we just started working on today. So I think you guys will like that one too because it's, it's going to be actual footage that we shoot. Um, and I, I really love the storyline. and I think you guys will like it. Yeah, so look forward to that one. And no, we don't get paid at all, so... If you need anything and want to pay us, let <laughs> um, take your cash. Yes, we will take the cash. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of media, the worst thing happened this morning. I don't really want to talk about it, but the most iconic, strongest line moving. Fuck you. You can kiss my ass. I'll do what I think's right and I'll love everybody while I do it. Woman passed away this morning at 99, 17 days before her fucking 100th birthday, Betty White. Rest well, young lady. Like, well, I mean, 2021 was a complete and absolute shit show. So that kind of seals that uh, it, assessment. It was- it, it, it was it was hard enough when Recoil told me John Madden passed away, and then Betty fuck, White. Fuck John Madden! Uh, look, look, we we all of I've us here grew been, up I've with never John Madden. Understood the allure. I did too. No, the I've thing with John Madden, too, but I've never understood the, the thing with John Madden me, is his quick life. wit, his quick wit and ad libbing out of nowhere. That's what was John Madden. There, there was nothing else yeah, except that the really shit he said was absolutely ridiculous. That's what like, made it hilarious. Came out of his mouth and was like, that's, "What the fuck like, is this guy talking about?" <laughs> Did you ever watch the original Saturday Night Live, JJ? Because I think that's the one we love, and it was so fucking out of this world ridiculous. I grew up with, the, with, the, with the original Saturday Night Live. That's what I'm I mean, saying. Like that's basically bears. what he was. But <laughs> exactly, he made fun of the bears. bears. Like, come on. But yeah, so um, all in all, I don't know the final count. Uh, it's it's not even midnight yet, so there's probably not a final count yet. But the last time I checked, it was right at 600. Celebrities right. passed away. One has has 44 minutes left to kill more people, or 48 minutes left to yeah. kill more people. So uh, while oh, I was, come on, bitch, bring it. <laughs> so, so while I was doing everything else this week. On top of that, I had to put together the end of the year tribute as I do every year because I don't feel right not 
doing something. Um, and the research and the shit I had to go through, I done about 20 some hours of putting this shit together and getting it to what you're about to hear tonight. Um, yeah, uh, I hope you guys like it. If you don't fuck you, um, it will be in the podcast. Uh, it is, let's see, three minutes and 42 seconds long. So if you don't want to hear it, go do what the fuck ever. Go shit, shave, shine, eat. I don't know. Just do something. Um, but this is the 2021 tribute, uh, for all the celebrities we lost this year. I didn't get everybody in there. Like I said, it was almost 600 people. Holy fuck. The length of that motherfucker. If I put that together, um, if somebody's not in there that you expected to be in there, I'm sorry. If there's something from somebody that is in there, but you wanted something, I'm sorry. Fucking shoot me. I don't get paid to do this. I do this because I love it. <laughs> but uh, this is the end of the year 2021 tribute for our celebrities that we lost this year. TV Radio. Lord, why is it that? I went through so much pain. Yeah. All I saw was black. Yeah. All I felt was rain. But I've never known love like this before. And I almost lost faith when you took my man. Be that what I'm saying won't be heard until I'm gone. Y'all get it twisted. This rap shit is mine, motherfuckers. A fucking game. Fuck what you heard. It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. So if it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see light, give me pain till I die. But please, Lord, treat him right. Uh. Uh. Give Hello, I'm Roger Mudd. Welcome to the, the game of life. The game of life. You will learn about life when you play the game of life. Oh, Billy, I'm glad you made it here to the Mozo Big Top today. Look at my pound. Advancing against German fortification, I'd been hit with something that shredded my right shoulder, paralyzed me from the neck down, and disfigured my 21-year-old frame. It's 100 degrees, the saturated fat in this thing alone is probably going to kill me, and I'm about to light this cigar. I am Frau Blucher. Your rooms have been prepared. Raindrops have fallen on my head. feel like he got hit in the face with a bag of quarters. Man is really the most interesting jackass there is. He's the creator's pet. Truth is the first chapter in the book of wisdom. What's more important to a bird? Wings or the belief that he can fly? Your sleep as a thoroughbred. Your seats are a feather bed. You turn everybody's head to Dream, 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 dream. 
I always found that the greater the person, the less he sings. Albert Einstein. You ever hear him sing? Dance a little, that's all. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. To you, my audience. It isn't as bad as you think. It'll be better in the morning. I thank you all very much. And this has been the sweetest ride of them all. And when I finally leave, that will show how much I care. Whatever you heard in there, um, whether it was like the game of life or, you know, uh, I'm just a bill or or an actual quote, either somebody created that and they passed away this year or those actual people died. So that's why you heard certain things and you're like, why is this in here? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that three minutes and 42 seconds. Good work, really. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I had just finished it, finished, uh, quote unquote, my final edit. And the way I do my edits is I put edit one, edit two, all that. And Recoil had the audacity <laughs> to say John Madden passed away. And I was like, I don't feel right not putting him in there. And then fucking tonight, right before the show, Betty White died. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I wanted to put her in there. And I was like, there is too much good stuff to put, choose one and I couldn't. So I left it at edit three and, um, that that's why it is the way it is. So if somebody's not in there, I'm sorry, you go make a tribute for 600 fucking people and make it less than five minutes. Dare you. <laughs> <laughs> um, just go on, just go and find half of the material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I seriously spent about twenty hours, and you know, I I think it was all of Sunday, most of Monday, researching, getting just what you heard, and then I had to find something of John Madden's, and that was from his Hall of Fame uh, speech, and even that. I had to sift through almost an hour of him talking at 1.5 speed to find that. Um, some people I got stuff from their demo reels that were like 15 minutes long. I was like, Jesus fuck. And the whole Bob Dole thing at the beginning where he's talking about when he uh, got injured and in, in, in the war, that was from an interview after uh, he had died uh, with Mrs. Doyle and I was like oh my god like <laughs> like that's the worst part of what I do is going through hours of material to find five seconds ten seconds of one bit and putting it in there like but yeah I, I love doing it and I, I hope you all enjoyed it so who's she somebody have done a, a full hour of Betty White? You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> she has so much material. So yeah. So uh, the Rodney Dangerfield fa- official Facebook page, they done his hundred top jokes, and they don't cut. They do uh, straight cuts, which is you don't you know have a pause, you don't have a silence, you go straight into the next line. They done his top one hundred jokes, and I think that motherfucker's fifteen minutes long. And I mean, most of these jokes are only 
one-liners, and I mean like five words long. And I'm like, fuck. Like, you have to get paid big money to sit there all day and go through all of Rodney Dangerfield's. If you don't know who the fuck Rodney Dangerfield is and how much material ass some bitch made, Jesus Christ, I I would hate to be on that staff of people who had to go through all that. Like, fuck. Like, fun to edit it together. Not so fun to find the material. <laughs> um, Other than Betty White, who obviously is someone that I think all of us absolutely loved adored uh who's somebody famous that we lost this year that you guys were shocked by or just can't believe or what have you i don't know like i said you lost so many it's hard to pick just one you know what i mean yeah Sit well right at 600 yeah um i think the one that caught me off guard was uh Richard Mercinko. I was like he he was a Navy SEAL. He's the one that uh started SEAL SEAL Team 6. He was the first commander of that team and I know he was like 82 and I don't care what anybody says, but this motherfucker had done and seen it all and I was like, damn, he going he going to fucking outlive fucking Noah, man. Like he he won't hit that 1000 year <laughs> mark, right? And uh, I, I seen he had died, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like a like a literal living fucking legend, uh, mm-hmm. fucking died. You know, like I was, just, I was just like, "Wow!" <laughs> like holy shit! Like it, it gets real at some point, you know. Um, anybody else? Yeah, you know, don't give a fuck. Well, I, don't know that. I mean, Norm, Norm McDonald died mm. this year. Yep. And I was kind of hooked on his Saturday Night Live uh, <laughs> way back in the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know? I love his story on how he got fired from Saturday Night Live. It was during the O.J. Simpson trial. And uh, NBC, NBC told him, don't do another O.J. Simpson joke because we're friends with him. We, we cannot do another joke. The next night was Saturday Night Live and a weekend update. The first thing Norm MacDonald <laughs> does is an O.J. Simpson joke. And it, it, that's all he done. Like, he bled that fucking scar so hard. And I was like, that, that's who I want to be as a comedian. Like, that, that, that's what I want to aspire to be, you know? <laughs> fuck the system. He didn't give a fuck. Uh... And his dry sense of humor, man. Holy shit. Like, he was he was a fucking master is not good enough to call him that. Like, he was that good. But Yeah, the the centers the centers hated him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I I never would have known he was battling anything if nobody had ever said anything. I'd have thought it was just because he done stand up constantly. Like that's all he wanted to do. Cause he loved making people laugh. And I was like, he's tired, you know, he's wore out. And then, you know, he died because of that. And I was like, what? Like, seriously? Um, but I understand why he didn't talk about it either. Cause every time, 
it seems that a celebrity says, I've got so-and-so cancer or disease or blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God, prayers and all this fucking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not real. Um, it's made up. It's it's a mockery of emotions pouring out to these actors and celebrities. Like, they don't really give a shit that this person has cancer or whatever, right? They just want to get recognized for five seconds. And, oh, they thanked me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I legitimately had tears in my eyes Wednesday night. Because <laughs> probably the best announcer in all of announcing, <laughs> I had retweeted something out. And he liked it, like, within five seconds. And I was like, what? (laughs) Wait a minute. And this was during a commercial break, so I'm like, he's not paying attention. He's probably talking to them and blah, 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 blah. And it said, blah, blah, blah has liked your tweet. And I was, like, showing oink. And everybody, I was like, dude, like, (laughs) this shit just happened. Like, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, my grandma loved him, so she would have been really jealous of me. If uh, she was living today and I've been like, <laughs> he liked my tweet and he don't know who you are like that. Like, um, but yeah, uh, I, I just hate the ungenuine people that do shit like that. And I think that's a lot of why he didn't talk about it publicly. I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Anybody else? Man, your dramatic pauses are fucking on fire tonight, people. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, for me personally, I've had, um, I lost two people who were close, uh, three people who were close in my life. So celebrity losses haven't meant that much to me because, you know, this was a rough year. 2021 yeah. could suck it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, Let's see. We've got 25 minutes, and I'm not watching TV because I run the internet when I watch TV. So somebody is watching Miami and Miley Cyrus and Dick Bag. I don't know what his piece of shit name is. I can't stand the little asshole. He needs to fucking drop into a hole. I don't What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? That, that fuck, exactly. Uh, that's what I'm saying. All what the fuck I know are you talking about man. All I know is he does this stupid smart water commercial, and he's on Saturday Night Live, and he's got shit ton of tattoos, and he needs to have his Pete dick Davidson. clamped on. That yeah, he is a Pete Davidson fucking piece of shit dick bag. Um. <laughs> anyway. I was so happy at the beginning of the Suicide Squad. That's all I'll say. Because he was in there for all of like 10 minutes. Um, I was like, yeah. Uh, Anyway, I'm going to fucking hell, dude. Like, holy shit. If anybody is watching it and you want to tell us, you know, hey, 15 seconds and the big ball drops. Okay. Uh, Otherwise, we're just going to count down. My balls dropped years ago. Dude, I made that joke for the kids and parents on my Facebook. No shame. No shame, because all the kids are going to be like, I want to stay up and watch the ball drop, and the parents are going to be like, your body's going to regret that soon. Like, <laughs> and I, and I, I is they never stop dropping. 
<laughs> well, well, there Damn, is a time. It's cold, let me tell there, you. There is a time. In, <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning, when you got to cop a squat. Let me tell you. Whoa, I'm <laughs> I was going to say, there is a time in life where they do float at least, and then all of a sudden they don't float anymore. You're like, what the fuck happened? Um, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Don't act like you don't. Don't act like you don't. <laughs> That's why you always buy the oval toilet bowls, not the round ones. <laughs> the oval ones. <laughs> um, but uh, anybody want to say anything about 2021 or 2022 before, you know, shit kicks off? <laughs> Don't lose y'all's energy now, phrase. motherfuckers. Do, do you guys Interesting do that you use that phrase. Wait, what? I had three people in my ear. Well, hey, you wanted us to talk. <laughs> I wanted to be co fucking hear it. God damn it. I wanted to know how it felt. F- fucking nightclub over here. Jesus. <laughs> Seriously, uh, anybody want to say anything about 2021 or going into 2022? It's got to be better. That's what we said about 2021. <laughs> I know All what I have to say is stay strapped or get clapped. Hold Amen. my liquor cabinet. <laughs> Three more years of Brandon. Yay. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> I will not say let's go, Brandon. You know why? Fuck Joe Biden. I don't care anymore. I'm done. I don't care anymore. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it just because we're they've already redone the race car and new season starts in April. So always looking to get better every year. I guess that's all of us. If we if we can't look forward to get better, then what's the purpose in going forward? Yeah, I mean you're not wrong there. I I. I guess Six said it best when he first met me. He was like, you're a realist. I fucking love it. And yeah, <laughs> I am a realist. Uh, but at the same time, I try not to dwell on the negatives. I have my moments. I think we all have our moments in life and we just have to let loose and be like, fuck the internet and fuck life and fuck my pain and fuck the way my body is and fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> um, if the lady that hates the word fuck is listening tonight, fuck yourself. Do it Fuck. right now. Um, so, so I put up a Fuck. post a couple years ago and the whole premise was the word fuck, like how you can use fuck in everyday language. Oh my God. The triggeredness of this fucking woman. Why do you have to use that word? And blah, 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 blah. And she started talking about censorship in other countries. I was like, the UK doesn't censor like 99% of the shit that we censor. We're America. I was like, wait. You just talked about censorship in other countries. I refer to the fucking UK and that's we're America. Like all of a sudden, anyway, fuck yourself. She might've thought, might thought that was close to New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> New Hampshire. Besides, that's, that's, that's better than the greeting he gave me when he first met me. I didn't know you were that fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he told what? me. Shit. Not only that, so Six gets it in his head that people Bobby look. Kettle. 
six weeks within his head that people look a certain way and are a certain height and blah, 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 blah. When he first met Marquis, he was like, that is one short black man. He's a big, puffy black man, but he's short. And I was like, you just went there. He's like, I told him. I told him to his face. He was a short black man with that big voice. I thought he was going to be like, you know, seven foot tall and muscular. And I was like, yeah, no. And then he talked about meeting JJ and he's like, man. JJ is old, ain't he? I was like, you're both like the same age, practically. He's like, no. I was like, yeah, you're like five years fucking apart, you dipshit, or whatever. And so he meets Mayhem, and he tells me, he's like, I watched that show. I was like, I didn't know you were that fucking old. I was like, what? He's like, I did. I, it just caught me off guard. It just came out. He's like, I, I thought he was going to be this tall and muscular. I was like, are you kidding me? I said, you think everybody's tall and muscular? I said, you thought I was tall and muscular. Like, he legitimately thought I was this tall, muscular guy in North Carolina who couldn't walk and shit out of his ass blood all the time. Like, that's who he thought I was. And I was like, dude. What fucking fantasy porn are you watching? Like, he, 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 said, he said, I thought you were like 30, 32. Yeah. yeah he told me, he's like, like, okay, well, thought, just, start, just for the podcast, hey, hey, uh, six, it's like quarter till midnight. Who the fuck has been asleep for three hours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boom. <snap. laughs> yeah, he told you, me. Brother. Mic drop. <laughs> he told me. He was like, I thought he was like your age or, or, or younger. So I was like, are you kidding me? It's like, no. I was like, he's a mountain man. Like, look at him. You think that dude is in his 20s? I was like, he's got to be at least 55. Like, just look at his beard. Like, you don't grow a beard like that in your 20s. He's like, yeah, but that's not the point. He was really old. He's older than me. And I'm like, dude, a few years older than you is not really fucking. Oh, I'm going to be that old one of these days. I was like, oh, my God. Well, you also have to take into consideration. I wasn't crazy enough to jump out perfectly good fucking airplane. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I'm moving a few, but. Uh, even in the F-15 I flew in, they told me how, how to get out of it. No, I, I would have been going down with that bastard. No. I'll, I'll take my chances on landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I played a little Microsoft stuff. You know, I think I can do it. This thing got airbags? Like. <laughs> well, what is everybody looking forward to in 2022? Like, whether it's a movie or something you you honestly are planning on doing, trip, business, job, whatever, relationship, more kids, oink, anything. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> thought there hell might, no more kids. Thought uh-huh. there might be another long lost piggy out there looking for his daddy. <laughs> no. no. We've already counted all those. We're good. We're good. This little piggy was found <laughs> was in Asia. This little piggy was found on Twitter. This little piggy was found on DV Radio. Where is this little piggy from? <laughs> I'm going nope, straight, we are good there. Trust I'm going straight to the core of Earth. <laughs> Fuck hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I know JJ is working towards some stuff for uh, Watai wood turning. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's twofold. the The concept of the uh, log to bowl that that I'm really going to push and try to develop because I think that's yes the I think that that's the new norm is 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 virtual creativity virtual creation so 
So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to exploring how that develops. And uh, I, I'm kind of excited. I did uh, actually with Red uh, did a, um, I guess you'd call it a prototype uh, log to bowl project. And uh, that literally exploded in my face. But <laughs> what, what, uh, from my perspective, I enjoyed the fact that I had the customer right there saying, yeah, I like that, you know, and, and uh, I like that. And, and that's cool. That was good. Um, then, then it, it, then it blew up. So <laughs> this is how I imagine that going. You're sitting there. She's talking. Oh, that looks beautiful, JJ. And you're like, I'm just going to do this to finish it off or whatever. And she's smiling and, and shit. Bam! And and you start <laughs> as soon as you touch that fucking lane. Woof, like it's Dude, like a no, fucking bird even, getting shot by a 12 gauge. <laughs> that's actually, you're not wrong. Like, I got paper towel in my hand. I've been ready to buff this motherfucking thing. I touch it. Just, I lean in a tiny bit more pressure because, because it's all about friction at that point. Right. To make it shine. And it went pow. And, and, and I'm just sitting there holding a paper towel going, what the fuck just happened? I got wood bouncing off my face. And her camera bro, her camera probably looked like it froze because she was happy and she didn't know what to do. And she had this big, stupid smile on her face after it just exploded. We were, we were, you know, he would have signed off at that point. He was doing it all himself. I wasn't on. But Chief and I were sitting there watching him. And it was like, holy shit, are you okay? Are you okay? And it's like, yeah. oh, I'm not connected anymore. <laughs> no, I was fine. It, did, it didn't hurt me, but it could have hurt me. And that was so, so in a lot of ways, one of the things that brought to my attention is that I had been getting complacent. And when you have something that's spinning a piece of wood at 1800 or more RPM, Yep. In your direction, the last thing you need to do is be complacent. So in a lot of ways, that was a really good thing to have happen because it didn't hurt me. But at the same time, it was a reality check. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the log to bowl. Um, I, I really am. And uh, to, to, to developing that because nobody else is doing it except the lady who invented it. Her name is Amanda. And um, you can find her on Clapper. Her... Uh, uh, her clapper name is Keramic, K-E-R-A-M-I-K, S-L-U, because she's in St. Lucia in the uh, Virgin Islands. And she's a potter, and she sells a ball of clay experience. So for a two-pound ball of clay, you join her live, and she throws a, a coffee mug for you or something. So it's a brilliant idea. It's absolutely brilliant. I give her credit every time I talk about it because it's her idea. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to exploring it because no other wood turners are doing it. So if I can gouge a corner into the market that way, that's fantastic. But the other thing I'm looking forward to is if you haven't seen some of my artistic pieces, uh, there's a, um, turner on TikTok named Cole Vander who makes magic wands and he rekindled my interest in eccentric turning in in multi-axis turning because he does things like uh barley twists and um anyway so i started doing some very experimental artistic pieces using multi-axis turning and if you haven't seen the alien claw uh 
piece that I did that I called Triumvirate. You've got to check it out. Uh, it's on it's on uh, my Facebook page, and my Instagram, and I think it's on my web uh, website in the blog. I haven't listed it for sale yet, but um, I'm looking forward to exploring more things like that. I discovered Cole. In fact, Cole Vanders, the wand turner, turned me on to a lady named Barbara Dill who does multi-axis turning and is at the forefront of the field. Um, and then there's another turner named Cindy Drozda who does exquisite uh, spindle turning, just absolutely incredible, long, tall, skinny, uh, bizarre pieces. And so I'm really going to start exploring more artistic aspects. So the, the, the simple things that aren't so simple like bowls are going to fund my pursuit of the more artistic things. And I'm looking forward to developing that and developing new skills and to end. The other thing I'm going to try to do, and it's going to cost me almost $700, is I want to get to the point where I'm making pens with no kit, where the only thing that's manufactured other than what I make is the nib that screws into the body of the pen. So that's my other goal is to get to the point where I'm making completely bespoke, 100% original pens. That's my goal this year. Yeah, and if anybody's wanting to know whatiwoodturning.com, uh, whatiwoodturning on Facebook, and I'm guessing TikTok as well. Instagram, TikTok. Well, yeah, Instagram and TikTok. Um, I'll put the links in the chat. Okay, and I just want to say thank you for allowing us, Monkey Balls Media, to work with you on the whole Log the Bowl experience. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, to getting some B-roll in your uh, in your hands Uh soon yeah I, I have to still have to contact that other guy yeah all good um, it's it's just i know it sounds cliche but it's an honor to be somebody that you asked first i'm sure we weren't you know on the top of your list but um <laughs> but it, it seriously it means a lot on my list you're the only one i know who does that so <laughs> it, it, it it means a lot it really does so thank you for allowing myself and recoil uh the honor if you will uh to be able to work with you on that um we've got just a few more minutes before ziba japs and you go oh um Red, uh, Miss P, anything that you would like to say about 2021 or anything that you look forward to in 2022? I'm just ready for 2021 to be over. (laughs) Just hold on a few more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing with 2022 is just getting through my last first, which is in five days, so... And once I get through that, hopefully things will start smoothing out a little bit more. Well, we're definitely here if you need anything. And I know I'm not the best at answering messages here lately, but if you need me bad (laughs) enough, you can say, hey, mama, tell Bo to answer his fucking messages. (laughs) Because let me tell you. You answered pretty quick the last one and I I need it. 
By I, Tuesday, so you're good. It's funny because I opened it up and I was like, oh, God, when did she send this? I didn't even know how long it had been sitting there, honestly. Because <laughs> sometimes I don't get any notifications and it really pisses me off. So I opened it up and seen it. I was like, oh, God, I'll do that right now. Like, I won't, like, say anything else. Like, no more. Let's go. So I'd done that and got it sent to you. And I was like, whew, I hope that was quick enough. Like, literally, I thought it had been sitting there for, like, a week or something. <laughs> Nope, I've decided that um, for right now, one of my friends suggested that on the anniversary, I'm going to get a new Build-A-Bear every year. So that's okay. what I'm going to do on the 5th. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for letting me do that, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. It's It will be in there and I'll you'll be the first one to get a picture. I look forward to it. I really do. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll, you know, have a prosthetic leg and a penis sticking out and the fucking. Penis. I don't know. This build a bear. We'll see. <laughs> Figure out how to Joe. cut one of the legs off. Right. GI Joe grip. <laughs> what about you, Red? You know, just trying to. A lot of it is similar to last year, trying to figure out the new normal and mm-hmm. what that what that means. But, you know, I, I am perfectly prior to COVID, I was perfectly fine staying in my house all the time. So, <laughs> you know, in a lot of ways, it wasn't a big change for me. It just meant I didn't have to come up with excuses of why I wasn't leaving my house. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, I, you know, just on, on the whole, getting back to a new normal and um, doing some some of the things that I like to do that, you know, hit the right side of the brain and and my art watching you guys do all your art this year and, you know, getting back into the workforce because I had taken some time off. So I put the art aside. So I'd like to get to, to do that a little bit this year. Well, hopefully it is gleeful. (laughs) So cheerful, full of glee. Sorry, I didn't really know how to respond to that, so I thought I'd try to make a funny. Um, Oink, Mr. Oink. I didn't do it. (laughs) No, I'm looking looking forward to getting back to, you know, some kind of healthy situation. I obviously don't have any uh, hips left to replace, so we took care of those. Uh, Says says the guy who decided to go to the VA looking forward to healthy. Well, yeah, that's the other thing is uh, I'm definitely, I think I'm switching over from uh, TRICARE for retirees over to the VA because, yeah, Yeah. that fucking hospital can suck a dick. Don't blame you at all. 673, you fucking cocks. But uh, no, (laughs) I'm actually, I mean, like I said, so far, so good, knock on wood, that uh, everything I've experienced with the VA has been great. I mean, I'm not going to lie. So... It's, it's a hell of a lot better than the fucking... We're all coming after you now. <laughs> it's better than the hospital, <laughs> let me tell you. Right. So I, I feel sorry for the active duty troops that have to go through that shit. So, yeah, there's that. So uh, you want to give a shout out to uh, K-Bar Soap Co. And then I'll do you, Bor. Sure. You know, if you folks are tired of the chemically induced and laced crap that you get at the stores, head over to K-Bar Soap Company and check out their all-natural soaps and beer care products for all types of folks. I mean, you've got a variety from Napalm in the AM to Reveille to, you know, just whiskeys and bad decisions, which is the wife's favorite scent. But uh, there are all kinds of scents over there. So check them out. K-Bar Soap Company. 
Yep, and a huge shout out to Chris over at K Bar for still sponsoring us, even though Frag Out Drag Out isn't going on at this moment. Thank you, brother. We do appreciate it, and we love the fuck out of you. If there's anything we can do for you, you got our email. You know where I live. You got our phone numbers. Like you can track us down at any fucking given moment. So. Um, Huge shout out to Eubora Coffee Roasters. You can go to euboracoffee.com and click on the shop thingy up at the top. And down at the bottom, it says Coffee Partners. DV Radio has their own special blend. It's called Battleground Blend. You can get it in whole bean or ground. The best way to grab it is in whole bean. And I do mean whole bean. So... I Go just, over to euboracoffee.com and get your battleground blend. Uh, you're helping two veteran-owned businesses. Eubora Coffee Roasters is a veteran-owned business, and DV Radio is veteran-owned and veteran-ran. And uh, we've got about 40 seconds. 54 before... seconds. 53, 52. They started the countdown. Well, you must be Ooh, behind or something because I'm looking at my clock and it's 59, Ooh, 29. I don't, you 30. said to turn on the stupid Miley show. And so I, I did had not. To do that. I did not. I said if. I said if. I said if you happen to. So be now it's doing the countdown clock and, and you know, uh, well, apparently 15 seconds in Times Square is 15 seconds ahead of Miley. Well, I got 10 seconds, 9 seconds, I've got 3 seconds, I got 1, it's now midnight by my clock on the world server. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Fuck you all, happy goddamn fucking 2022. We're not dead yet, so I guess that's one good thing. Um, the, ast- the, the biggest asteroid to hit our atmosphere okay. in quite a while didn't kill us, so obviously we're all right. Um, no Armageddon, so Bruce Willis isn't going to save us. Shame. Um, this is the chief's face right now. He, he turned off whatever show he was watching to put it on the countdown, which didn't match any clocks in our house either. I told like, you. What the fuck is this? I am 40 seconds Welcome after midnight right now, right? Like... <laughs> Um, so thank you all for joining us. Oi, do you want to tell everybody where they can go and uh, get some help if they need to talk to somebody, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Oh, I thought times. you were going to ask him to tell everybody to go fuck themselves. <laughs> I, I can do that myself. It's a new year. Come on. <laughs> That's still coming. No, folks, if you need we to reach out, she said. right. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> That's right. If you folks are struggling and need to reach out, head over to objectivezero.org and, uh, you know, reach out for help there. There's tons of ambassadors in your local area or hell, you can even search by the area that you're from originally, you know, and there you can search by MOS, all kinds of different options you can search for. But the uh, biggest thing is, folks, if you need help, reach out, objectivezero.org or download their free app. Great resource to have in your back pocket at all times. While Oink is talking here, I swear to God, a minigun just went off outside. These motherfuckers shot these fireworks off, and it was just... I was like, what the fuck? Like, I had some fucking moments right there. Like, I was was waiting for fucking fucking tracer rounds to start going through my walls just now. I was like, holy... Like, my heart rate skyrocketed. That, like... Whoa. Holy shit. Fuck. Happy New Year, Mommy! <laughs> told me to sh- <laughs> <laughs>
She said she didn't get to see the ball drop. The motherfucker didn't drop. Oh my god, she said the motherfucker didn't drop. Her exact words. <laughs> the ball's broken. 2022's ball is broken. <laughs> it did, it did, it's New York City. It didn't have a passport. Right? Yeah. It didn't have it, it didn't have its fucking COVID tags. So. Yeah. yeah. They Did said it didn't have it? its COVID test. Let's not go there, not, <laughs> not go there because, uh, you know, i got to talk to uh, Detective Obierto and see if he's supporting this fucking Nazi bullshit going on in New York City. Mm. Well, at, at, least, at least the Blasio is no longer mayor. So. Let me tell you guys how yeah, triggered yeah, my mom is right now that she didn't get about, to see the ball drop. Like uh, She's doing the same thing. <laughs> My mom is so triggered right now. Like, <laughs> I stayed up well, to watch motherfucking Miley Cyrus and her little champagne bottle. I didn't even get to see the fucking ball drop. That's that's my mom right now. Like, she is severely fucking pissed right now. Like, holy, I've never seen her this pissed off at midnight on New Year's. Like, whoa, like that just happened. <laughs> Like, she's hollered she, at me that you've never stayed up this late in how many years <laughs> <laughs> i'm not usually up for <laughs> new year <laughs> well um i want to thank you three for joining us tonight thank you for your huge ass support and backing i i didn't know how else to thank you for it other than bring you on here if you so chose and were aware that what the fuck could happen on here so uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully no lawsuits come from this you shut the fuck up you're supposed to be asleep <laughs> fucking rat bastard with fucking wings fucking um, sincerely thank you guys for your support and, and trying to spread the word uh, however you may do that and uh Anything Oink or JJ wants to say to you three, please do so now. Oh, definitely. Thanks for the support. And uh, yeah, continue to do what you guys are doing because uh, we definitely appreciate it. I'll, I'll say uh, I consider Red a patron and thank you so much for your support throughout the last few years as I've uh, embarked on my um, wood turning journey. And uh, uh, hopefully I'll finish that humidor tomorrow, today. Um, <laughs> depending on how the weather treats me because holy shit, it's been kicking my ass the last few days. Right. Well, um, any last words from any of you? Do any of you want to say anything and, and us in the show? Uh, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I can curse her. Well, I, I, I guess I'll start and just say I appreciate you guys inviting me. Had a blast hanging out in the asylum. I'm I'm gonna go upstairs and take some medication. <laughs> uh, you know, it was great. But you know, you can call me anytime. I'll be more than happy to come hang out and, and just generally spread what little wisdom I have left. Uh, but I, I do want to spread blessings for health and strength and understanding and wisdom to everyone in the new year. Uh, prosperity is implied naturally uh let's help one another move forward regardless of what the obstacles are and we'll we'll make it through 2022 just like we did 2021 if we have to bless definitely well if nobody else has anything i guess that's the end of 2021 the beginning of 2022 this is your show for 2022 the first show of 20 so uh for oink 
JJ, Mayhem, Red, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing at my mom, uh, Scav, who had to bail out earlier, and all of you listening, and all of those who couldn't make it, thank you for listening to us and supporting us. Uh, this has been Barrick's Party, Barrick's Talk, New Year's 2021, 2022. Until next show, Flat Sickles, I'm Butterwood. Bye-bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.